Okay, are we ready? I think so. Boss is pulled in. Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. You would have been out of the clan, dude. You did, man. You wouldn't have rated this. <laughs> Damn it, Lee. <laughs> None of you guys. None of you. Uh, None of you cases. All right, let's start this show. All right, start it up. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Andy. Hey, now. And George. Hello. <laughs> this is episode 227. Budgets? Budgets. What's that? What hell's that? Yeah. All right. Let's catch up with everyone's week. Who would like to go first? I can go first. I have a very short list of things that I did. <laughs> All right. That was it. <laughs> nice. uh, no. Um, I simmed Friday night with uh, mm-hmm. Andy and a bunch of the. Heard a whole bunch of folks, huh? A bunch of folks, yeah. A bunch of, yeah. Bunch of the listeners. Uh, I'm hoping Andy has a list because I was a couple, I was like four martinis in, I think, when I started simming. And yeah, uh, yeah I was like feeling no pain talking and just talking shit and trying to keep the helicopter near and didn't really remember even working on anything. I remember Steve Shaw showed up and I think Jared Mincy. Yeah, we had Steve Shaw. We had Jared Mincy, Ray nice. Bacon, Ray Bacon. Yep. John oh, cool. Partridge. Another yes. guy from Knoxville. Nice. We had Charlie from Maryland, Charlie. And who am I missing? Anyone? Uh, I don't know. I think that might be it. Cool. That's quite yeah, a few. Yeah, it was a good, good yeah. crowd. <laughs> I sent Andy a text the next day, and I was like, hey, was I a douchebag last night? Because <laughs> I couldn't And Andy's reply was yes. No, no he was like. <laughs> no more than normal. Yeah. He's like, you should have four more drinks. <laughs> That's about what yeah, he said. Yeah, I said I was kind of, I was like, you were very well behaved. I was pretty disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was, it, all that time I spent, don't do this, kids, because I'm not proud of it, but driving home. After having a few and, you know, you know, your perspective is screwed. You just got to go like you're. Oh, you just got to maintain. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I'm the only, t- the only time I uh, we're going way off on a tangent now. The only time I got really got nervous was. Uh, oh, shit. I'm not even telling that story. Forget it. <laughs> if, if you want to hear the story, I'll tell you next time we sim. Uh, but somebody came up with an idea <laughs> of having me take a shot every time. I crashed. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, boy, I don't know if that's a good idea. Um, I think that was John Partridge. And he was like, yeah, so. next week you got, we got to do that. And I was like, I'll do it, but um, I can't next week because I'm on call this weekend coming up. Hmm. That was a lot of fun, though. I had some fun. I broke some shit. I fell down a couple of times this weekend because I was too drunk and broke some stuff. And I fixed the Oxy-3. Nice. I, uh I had my surround sound going at home, watched some, watched a bunch of movies and uh, dude, I, I feel like such an idiot, man. I've had this ancient like DVD player with 5.1 surround sound on it and I hooked it up yeah. with an optical cable long time ago to the TV and we don't use the back speakers cause our house is really small and you kind of walk behind the couch, uh, at, to get upstairs. And so I, I don't put the back speakers out. I haven't mounted them anywhere or anything like that. So I, 
I, I was talking about 3D printing the stands that I made, and they came out great, and they worked great. Well, dude, I put those things out. I had the tape measure out, getting the exact distance. I went through the old menu. It was like an old Windows 3.1 menu to get <laughs> these things like to their correct distance. Calibrated perfect. Right. I was blown away. I'm watching like Thor Ragnarok at the beginning, like shit's going on behind me and my dog is mm-hmm. freaking out. She's like, what is all these, you know, where are all these sounds coming from? And it was, it was really cool, man. It was, it was real. I had a really good, uh, you know, couple of days just chilling out. Watched the new Terminator, uh, Dark Fate. And uh, to be honest, I don't know what people are looking for in films anymore, but I actually thought that film was, was pretty good. I mean, it had a couple of plot holes here and there, but, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. It was a movie, you know, it's just like a Saturday night movie, you know, yeah. and they, they had to change some shit, uh, cause I think China bought the name Skynet for their drone system over there. Speaking of bringing things what, back are they to stupid? RC. Why would you name anything Skynet? That's I, horrible. I don't know. I don't know. But I've been uh, just printing out more stuff, screwing around. I'm kind of like making one of my printers better by updating it with some chains and uh, cable chains and stuff like that. And uh, it's about all I've done. Who's next, man? That's that's about it. I didn't even I didn't even fly anything. I just simmed. Why don't you mount your speakers on the wall up against the ceiling, like between the ceiling and the wall? Because we have I cathedraled it out when I redid the house, cause it's so small that when I cathedral, that I, was, I added, I added some space to it. I mean, it looks good. But I mean, just way. put them on the wall, but up above where they're not in the way of walking. Yeah, I could do that. It's difficult to run, run wiring though, through the wall there in that area. You, well, really, I mean, you really can't get, nobody said it'd be easy, but <laughs> yeah, you really can't get to, you can't drill up. You know, I would have had to have done that when, when the wall was open. But it worked. It worked out for now. I mean, it was cool. And I'm probably only going to watch shit like that while my wife's not around anyway. Unless she says, you know, let's watch something. I'll put them out, maybe. I don't know. But she's, um, you know, normally she does her thing on uh, Saturday nights. And I get a chance to watch something that I haven't seen, you know. Yeah. I have a few drinks and then clean up all the broken glass and get the people out of the house <laughs> by the time she comes home. And uh, uh-huh. on Saturday night, nice. But uh, no, it was it was cool. I mean, since this whole COVID thing, she's been home every waking hour of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so who's next, man? Who is next? I guess I can go. All right. Uh, I flew some finally. Nice. Uh, nice. Put two, well, a flight and two thirds on the gasser because that's how much gas was in my can. And I didn't be bothered to go mix another tank. So I flew, uh, I can't remember what day it was. It was either Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. One, I, I don't know. So I flew that. And then the next day, I got out the 516 and put a couple flights on that dusted the cobwebs off of it and so on and so forth had to go find batteries to fit it and the whole works because i literally haven't touched that thing i think chris robert flew it 
down at Torches back in December. And then it was probably several months before that was the last time I touched it. So it's definitely been neglected. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so I flew that. And then, like you said, we simmed on Friday night. And that was a hoot. Steve Shaw cracks me up. <laughs> Such a knucklehead. <laughs> uh, but I love him. He's funny as hell. And uh, so I had fun hanging out with those guys and you, Kevin. Yeah, it was fun. I, I think on Friday I did some wrenching on the the XL power that I crashed. Oh, cool. Taking some stuff apart. I took the motor apart. It had so much freaking dirt and mud inside the motor can. Mm. Such a pain in the ass. Had like a toothbrush trying to dig it out, toothpicks. And I've pretty well got it clean now, but the bearings are bad. Like they're not super bad, but they're definitely notchy. I'm gonna have to put new bearings in that. I think it's gonna take bearings all the way around this heli. Like the main shaft bearings feel a little bit notchy. But I mean I did bend the fifteen millimeter main shaft, so it really hit hard. So Damn, it's not wow. surprising I took out the bearings. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of, I'm actually surprised none of the side frames broke. None of the carbon yes. broke. Wow. Which is kind of amazing as hard as it hit. Did a little bit of work on it. I've still got plenty to do. I just kind of was piddling on a little bit, working on that motor. I uh, got it all cleaned up. I got to get bearings for it. Uh, and then Sunday, a beautiful day here. Sun was out. There's no wind Sunday morning. So I dug out another small heli and the 516 as well. So I put three flights on the Oxy4 Max and two more on the 516. So I kind of called it a small heli day. And that was fun. I mean, I haven't flown the Oxy4 Max either in a long time. And... You know, just for for what it is, it was I actually enjoyed it. It was pretty fun. Just throwing it around, being foolish. Nice. Did some low head speed stuff, just you know, just tooling around, nothing spectacular. Didn't really work on anything that much, just just kind of screwed around. But it was good. Did some autos. Nice, dude. Yeah. So uh I guess that's about it. I really haven't been able to do anything since that Sunday morning. Kind of been working. But it was good to get out and what I do. I did like two, four, like nine or ten flights this week. So Nice. Yeah, pretty pretty fun. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go next? I can go. All right, Joy. Yeah, I, I just had a little bit of work, you know, kind of straightening it up after the um, the fun fly flying, uh-huh. and uh, which wasn't bad at all. Uh, mostly messes I'd made, but uh, yeah, just had a had a great time, and um, still, you know, getting a lot of notes from people that that came, and uh, so far nobody got sick or anything. Okay. But, uh, then Steve Hodges and I left and went down to. Uh, Daryl Sprayberry's place, the, the you know the scale guru down in Dalton, Georgia. Okay. We went down there and stayed about three days with him, and uh, we we laid up the 
fiberglass for Steve, a new submarine. It's a big Russian, like the uh, Red October, I think, maybe. Mm-hmm. He'll kill me if I got that wrong. <laughs> this, thing, this thing is huge. I mean, it's like six feet long and probably about. Yeah, I saw the Mose. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. enormous. Huge. Yeah, enormous. He posted a picture of it on down in that thread where I posted those moles. But um, it's just amazing. You know, Daryl has really just opened my eyes to things in this. I don't know why. It, it just in the hobby, RC hobby, I did this when I was building Harleys and hot rods and, you know, restoring military vehicles. I just, if I couldn't find something, I just made it. But I, I got away from thinking that way. And Daryl has really, I guess, revived that spirit in me of, you know, just because they don't make a certain helicopter and I can't go out here at wherever and, and order it and have it here in two days and put it together in two hours and fly it. Um, it doesn't mean that I can't have that helicopter. Right. You know, it depends on how much time I want to put into it. And now with all these 3d printed models out here on, you know, different websites, uh, I like, uh, CG trader that's Charlie George trailer trader, um, dot com. It's, it's a good one. And I've been getting those models and, you know, they're made for like games, I guess, and stuff, but, uh, some of them are, are, convertible to a STL and you can break it down into different components and pieces and print it in chunks. So I think that's what we're going to start doing is we see a helicopter we like, find a really good scale 3d uh, design of it and get it and make a plug, then build the fiberglass mold for it because they just come out. Daryl's really got this process down like a science. And, and when they come out, I mean, they're beautiful. I mean, it's just crazy how good they look. So what does he do to the model itself to prepare it for the the plug? Well, let's say if I uh, we're wanting to do a um, one of the Sea Kings, it's like the uh, the um, the White House helicopter, Marine One. Okay. And nobody makes a model of it. Uh, years ago they did, but it was only a six hundred size, and we'd really like to have one that's about seven or eight feet long. And so I I, I bought one of those models, and what I'm going to do is just break it up in chunks and print it out, glue it together, and I'll I'll print it with a lot of support. And <clears throat> then we'll we'll spray it with some really good primer that's got a catalyst in it that will seal it and just sand it down, smooth it out. And of course we won't put like anything that sticks outside of it. We'll do like a mold for the main fuselage. We'll do a mold for like the winglets that hang off the side. But we'll 3D print the parts instead of just carving them out of foam and, you know, a best guess. That's why you see a lot of right. scale models that are not just right. Daryl usually, he gets them as close as anybody I've ever seen because he'll get an actual model that's really scale, you know, whether it's a 132, 148th model and, and do it. So that's what we, we go down there and spend a few days with him and we'll help him on projects. And that way we can learn, you know, from one of the best at this this fiberglass mold stuff. So now we're, we're showing him all the stuff we can do with these 3d printers. So yeah, it's going to really, I think the two technologies together are going to really turn out some nice models that are not going to take near as long as they did in the past. Okay. And that takes me into something else I did this week. I bought a new printer. I ordered the Creality uh, CR 10 max. Ooh, big boy. Yeah. It's, it's huge. I mean, I could jump through the middle of the stand. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, literally, I could fit through the middle of it. <laughs> wow. And uh, 
So it's got a um, 450 by 450 bed, and it'll print uh, 470 millimeters high. So that'll really help, you know, building these these big uh, models. Doing them is in that what like 17 over low over 17 inches for almost 18. Yeah, yeah. almost 18, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Oof. So that'll be good. It ought to pay for itself, mm-hmm. you know, in a hundred years. Not a way you print. <laughs> Too much. And then uh, one of the guys that's flying, Lance, uh, we did some dealing around, and I, I got his Mamba 20 off of him. He wanted, uh, he got one of those Flex um, F100s. So he said, I, you know, I just don't really need this Mamba. It's not my kind of flying. So. We worked a deal out on that one. And then I did, when I was down at Daryl's, I'd been bugging him for a, um, a big scale uh, Cobra fuselage he had down there. And it's an old Lynn Mount. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. A guy over in England that, that made them for years and years. Really, really um, world-renowned modeler. But Daryl probably had it for like 15 years and had been up on a shelf. And uh, I finally traded him out of it and brought it home so i'm gonna add that to my list of projects to do nice it's nice. it's pretty cool it's uh it's um 80 inches long without the blades and the, the gun on the front of it so it's pretty good size helicopter now you said that was one six scale i think yeah i could use you know gi joe's for pilot figures they're one six scale uh-huh. i think one of the first videos i ever saw on rc was uh a one six scale apache yeah i like the big scale stuff but um and i guess that's about it but that's been enough i i didn't take spanky with me this time he wasn't feeling pretty good and um must have been all the junk food he ate during the (laughs) fly-in yes he probably ate a bushel basket of food from everybody that's feeding him but but um I'm telling you, it just seemed funny. I'd wake up down there at Daryl's, and I'd be like, where's, where's Spanky? You know, where, where'd he go? Because I, I always take him with me every time I go. And uh, but we had a really good time down there. Went, You know, went out to eat several times. And and uh, you'd be surprised, you know, around here where I live and down through Georgia and stuff. I mean, you, you wouldn't know that there's any kind of virus deal going on at all. Most people don't. I don't know. Yeah. Other than businesses, you never really see anybody wearing a mask, and in them, they're not wearing them right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, great time, and that, that was it for me this week. Nice. Yeah, you can't awesome. even go anywhere. Home Depot, food shopping, they, you have to wear a mask. And not even that. Home Depot's still doing that line stuff. I mean, I guess so is ShopRite, at least the one in Ledgewood over there. I saw them counting just, people uh, today. Yeah. They, they weren't doing a, a line like Walmart did around here. Yeah. It's the proximity deal, you know, with people coughing and sneezing yeah. because they're saying now that you can't, that's about the only way you can get it. Yeah. You know, it'll all be over yeah. in November, November 5th. I and then November saying. 7th, a new one comes along. No, no, <laughs> the next right one. after the election, that's when it'll be over. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry. So what was his name? <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry. I forgot yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait a minute. Nigel. Nigel, sorry, sorry, yes. Nigel. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess I'll go last year. Go, man. 
Yeah, so initially I did nothing really RC. All right. What a surprise. Cool, right? <laughs> You're going to make that uh, Miata RC, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, eventually. Nice. Well, eventually, but that's that's further down the road. So. All right. I want to drive it while you ride in it. Yes. That'd be fun. Do some yes. donuts and shit. Make you uh-huh. sick. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> I want to ride in it while that hot Asian chick drives it. I told you I had to fire her. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, you weren't here for that conversation. No. Yeah, just before you jumped on, yeah. Why? Yeah, no, no. She she wasn't she wasn't worth it, you know? She wasn't working. She barely knew how to take apart a car. And I mean taking apart a car is the easy part. Putting it back together, oosh. You know, on a serious <laughs> note, dude, I wanted to ask you, like, how are you doing? Are you like putting stuff in bags like how are you keeping track of that or is it all just going in a big coffee can uh go to big coffee can, shake it up and then you just dump it out and fit find which bolts fit no um i have i have like this i don't know what they're called they're like these little bin boxes i get from walmart and and home depot they both sell the same ones okay and they just have little pockets in and i just i put the bolts in there and i put a label maker of what it is in there and just store everything i have like I have the top of the engine, the bottom engine, the front of the car, the interior, the top. Like all, all those sections have their own boxes, and I'm basically putting all the bolts and labeling everything and taking tons of pictures. Anything that I'm like, oh, I'm gonna forget this tomorrow. I point at it, take a picture, or even take a video and be like, this plugs in back here. Like tell you know, telling my future self to make sure I plug that TPS sensor or it won't work. Yeah, kind of yeah. deal. Um, Great idea. That's pretty hey, smart. I'd, I'd be interested in them boxes when you dump all them parts back in that body and have the crusher come get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Freaking yeah, let me know. <laughs> oh, what a dick. <laughs> when you place that shoebox full of cash in it and all the parts and just have the crusher come get it. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, George. I've seen it happen so many times. But I know you've been down this road before. You've done it before, so mm-hmm. that's not... But, you know, I've seen so many people tear apart really good cars. And uh, people like, yeah, it. And then that's it. <laughs> you see the car, the frame getting towed away. You're like, what? Why is that getting towed away like that? Yeah. No, I see it. But, nah, I'm not worried. The way, the way I'm putting this thing back together, I don't really... A lot of the things that I'm taking apart aren't going to go back in the car anyways. So, yeah, you like, need 50% of it. Yeah, right. like more than 50%. None of the interior except for a dashboard and a steering wheel is pretty much going back in. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it comes out. Um, I'm actually at the part where I need to cut and weld some parts in the engine compartment and then start painting and rebuilding. So so soon it will, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how lost I get. <laughs> but, yeah, it's part of the experience. Um Let's see. What else did I do besides the Mr. Miata hat? Been thinking about the Kraken, and then I bought the Kraken. The what? Kraken five eighty. The five eighty. Yeah, so. Ordered yeah. already. Nice. So already ordered and paid for. So nice. The pre-order only opened like an hour or two ago. So yeah. yeah. Cool. Hopefully, hopefully I'll be one of the first. <laughs> nice. So. Yeah, I, you know, I haven't had a, I don't know. I guess the last cracking was the newest kid I've had, so yeah. figure out why not. That's been that's a year ago, dude. Yeah, over a year. Because of spring yeah. swing, yeah. Yeah, wow. So, yeah. 
Cool. So I did actually do something RC. I bought. Yeah. Paid for some stuff. Nice. That's why you were trying to stall the show, so you could purchase your helicopter. Yes, so I could right. say I did something RC. All right, <laughs> All right let's go to the main topics here. Uh, speaking well, of buying. About, right. <laughs> <laughs> Budgets, huh? So do you guys budget? Kind of, but not really. No. I don't really... Uh, you know, I don't, I don't have like a growing budget like that I add to every month. Like that's what I, I don't know. Is that what you guys think is that's to me in my mind, that's what a budget is. Yeah. The budget, or, you've got a set amount of money or if you it's, put yeah. that amount of money in wherever every month or everywhere, whenever payday. And that's for the hobby. That's so do in you, my mind what it is. Yeah. Yeah. My mind, when it comes to budgets, it's basically like, do you save money to buy something or do you only allow yourself to buy something of certain value, like certain amount per month? Right. You know, or a week, whatever. Yes. I do not do, set up a budget, no. But uh, what really prompts me to spend money is if my wife goes out and spends a shit ton of money, I'm like, well, then I'm going to spend <laughs> a shit ton of money. <laughs> Which is why I haven't purchased anything in like three months. That's funny. Okay. Thank you, COVID. I buy too much stuff. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. I'll be broke when I'm old, but you know what? I'm having a hell of a good time right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't really budget either, but I try not to buy too much crap all at once. Like, I was really bad for the first couple of years in the hobby because, mm-hmm. you know, you got to have so it. Got to have it right yep. then. Well, and that, and you're crashing too a lot. You're crashing more, and you're so damn excited. Right, you got to have this, and you got to have that. And, yeah, but I now mean, I've kind of calmed down, so I can, I can spread it out. And be like, yeah, I'm gonna get this, but I'll I'll get this this month and that next month or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've passed on a lot of stuff I would have bought in the past. Um, there's several planes like right now that. Um, you know, that new T-33 that Motion came out with, I didn't buy that one. I didn't, I haven't got that F-100 from Flex that I'd love to have. But, you know, I just, if, if you're not going to be flying them, you know, you get it and you, it's really cool and fly it a few times and then it gets hung up. It's just, you know, it's not money well spent. Right. Mm-hmm. End up selling it for half what it cost, you know. Yeah, how about, how about that, food? Steve? You fly it once and hang it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I know that very well. That's his whole MO. That's all my airplanes nowadays. With airplanes, yeah. Yeah. Just... Yeah, I think the only one I ever did that with was the one I bought from Chris Rybert, that jet. I think I flew it once. Yeah, <laughs> you flew it once. Well, you, fair enough to your... For you, it's like uh, the uh, then, then something happened. What was it like a servo, a, uh, a flap yeah. servo? Flap servo went, went in it. Yep, and yeah. I replaced it. But I think one servo is slower than the other, or something. I don't remember what. So I, I have to replace them both, and I just never got around to it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to air quotes, my budget, um, it's not really about like how much money to spend. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I guess it's more of a justification for me. It's like, if I, 
you know, it's like a new helicopter comes out, so I'll justify spending like whatever a grand or two grand, you know, for to outfit a whole helicopter and you know, kind of get get a nice going. But under norm, like unless I crash, it's like I don't know. I don't really care about budget because I don't feel like I'm I'm spending that much money now, like nowadays, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I would say even in the last year, right? Like. I don't know. Just I haven't been crashing like I've been crashing back when I first started, like you were saying, Andy. And because of that, I feel like if I do splurge on a new helicopter, or maybe you know, maybe I do have a bad crash, and instead of like nitpicking every single part to buy and be like, you know, I'll just buy a rekit. Like I'll just yeah, buy another sure. airframe. You know, um, yeah. I don't really think about budgets like that anymore. Uh, but when I first started. There was no budget, and then there was like a hard like, "Ooh, I need to slow down because <laughs> my next question is <laughs> is where I got deep into a, a a hole of a whole lot of debt. So, do you use credit cards? <laughs> yeah, this is a lesson I learned early on with credit cards, man. Like mm-hmm. early, early on, like probably. Oh, me too. I've never learned that lesson. Let's see, late eighties, <laughs> early nineties. I remember getting a credit card. Uh, that I still have actually with uh, Citibank, and I was maxed out that two fifty limit. Yeah, it was like three hundred dollar limit. I had Minnesota Vikings on it or something like that, or the Giants. I don't know what it was. It was some promo they had at the lumberyard I was working at. First credit card I ever had, and I bought this chick I was dating um, flowers for Valentine's Day, and dude. The payments on that outlasted the relationship. I was so freaking pissed. I was like, these credit cards suck. Like, I don't know. I, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a double edged sword. You're like, well, I got money. I could just put it on my credit card. But then when, you know, the bill comes and you see how much loan shark percentages they add to it, you're like, holy cow. The best thing that ever happened in my life was besides meeting my wife. Uh, so if she's listening, uh, which, which will never happen. Um, is the damn uh the those bank cards that they came out with the uh debit cards i remember life before those man Uh that was like that was like you know a checking account but in credit card fashion where if you didn't have that money you you know you were going to be stood up right there on at the at the checkout line so Uh that that kind of really i got off credit cards real early in life and i'm glad i did because oh you could easily run up a lot of lot of debt and i just didn't see the point in paying all that interest and uh i still have them you know i have them for an emergency or i have them for like online stuff Uh um but my personally i don't use credit cards at all for anything i'm buying if i don't have it in the bank like or or if i don't have it in like a savings that i roll over to our checking account then i don't i don't purchase it but I want it now, now, now. <laughs> yeah, which is which. Truth to be told, is why I probably was delayed on getting a couple of things, and mm-hmm. you know, I didn't get on the Oxy Five as soon as that came out. You know, because I was like, let me save a little money up for that. So I guess I do budget yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you can really budgeting. do good if you you know if you get like say an Amazon card, Amazon Prime account or whatever, and you pay it off every month. You know, if you buy something, everything you buy on there, you know, you'll get some points for it. And, and yeah. it really comes up. I mean, sometimes I'll have 50, 60 bucks in mine. Easily. And didn't even Easily. know I had anything in it at all. I thought, you know, I'll just yeah. look yeah. free. And, uh, but, you know, but you've got to pay it off. If you don't pay it off, then 
you know, oh, they got you then. <laughs> they got you that you, you'll, uh, you'll be losing for sure. But, and I also, it, let's say it's something big. Let's say it's like a big printer or something. Mm-hmm. I like to use PayPal's, um, six months, no interest deal and just do it yeah. like that. I mean, it's just, it's just smart to do. Okay. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll get into the. I wrote those down as like other loan systems, like PayPal and the firm credit and stuff. They're not really credit cards, but they're kind of like credit cards. But let's. I want to keep on topic with like your credit cards. Right. So, so you know, yes, you don't like to put things on credit cards. I personally put everything on credit cards, and I do this on purpose because of rewards and cash back. Those are the two things that I, I look for in a credit card company. And one yeah. of the things I do is. Is sometimes like I mean, I'll be realistic. I'll like pay off my credit cards and be like in this awesome financial situation, and then I don't know. I'll just be stupid and buy a Miata and then rack up like seven thousand dollars worth of parts, <laughs> and I'll you know, and I'll just put it on a credit card, right? Like, and then I started looking at the credit card bills, and I was like, and you know, it's funny because I know I've dealt with credit cards since I was eighteen, and I've had pretty fucked up credit you know to be frank like since i was 18 (laughs) yeah um and one of the things that kind of hit me is uh it's like once you get like yeah if you get small credit cards up to a thousand two thousand dollars it's not that bad when you get into like when you owe like six or seven grand on a card and you look at that monthly interest and it's like a hundred and some dollars just for interest yeah that's when it starts to like holy shit you got to pay this stuff off now like not tomorrow now (laughs) because they are taking you for such a month like a ride i mean it's insane how much money uh they want on interest you know and that's with decent credit like i'm not, i don't have great credit but they're all decent so um but the rewards and cashback i think those are definitely beneficial like i, I mean i see it on my discover i see it on my double cash uh whatever diners what club diners club well that's discover now oh is it uh, yeah yeah I'm discover to make a joke <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's crazy with the cash back the rewards again and like you know george was saying like if you do the amazon prime you get tons of money back and free shipping almost uh, yeah a lot of stuff mm-hmm. um so so do you i mean kevin you leverage any of that stuff no but you're making a good case for it right now i, I tell you i'd like to see what the deal is with amazon Although Amazon is, I don't know whether it's the whole state of the world right now, uh, but Amazon lately hasn't really been impressing me with, well, I guess they they haven't been impressing me for like a year now with their prices. Like they used to be really great. And now I'm kind of like finding like other places to go. Yeah. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's way more expensive than somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It depends on what it is. But the Amazon Prime, I got to really say, that that's the best ninety nine dollars a year I spend probably because with a fire stick I've got a fire stick on every TV we've got we use the internet and you can watch about anything you want to uh-huh. and I use a TV uh, antenna that goes through a thing called a tableau that puts it through my Wi Fi so I can actually watch it on all my fire sticks and oh nice one antenna does like you know all the TVs we have even out here in the hangar but. But um, it's just got so many good things. So many of the books I read are free on there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, movies, TV shows, out to wazoo. So, if you know, if I was still doing Redbox and stuff like that, or you know, doing these uh, 
pay-per-view movies through uh, your local cable. Yeah. Thieves. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it just, it, it only takes you maybe a couple of months to come up with 99 bucks and, and you know. Oh, easily. Yeah. You know, I could do that in a month on Redbox. Uh-huh. If I, you know, was bored or stuck in the house or something. But, uh, yeah, I, I really like the Amazon. I, I Not to get carried away with the big ad for them, but it it really pays for itself. That $99, never regret yeah. So we kind of brought this up before, the PayPal credit or firm credit. You know, a lot of those, if you go to like A-Main, you'll see like, oh, you can have this for $77 a month, you know, a little firm thing. Um, but a lot of them, like PayPal and firm, they both kind of um, have specials every, you know, throughout the year and stuff, especially with different um, companies or websites and stuff. So where you get like zero APR for a year, right? So no interest for a year. Um, do you, I mean, I know George, you said you use it, but how about you? Well, really, what they have is any purchase over $99, you, you can, if you use PayPal credit, you can, um, go six months, no interest. So, you know, I, I do that a lot of times. If it's something, you know, say a thousand dollars or more, I'll mm-hmm. break it up like $200 chunks and yeah. lock it out and you never pay any interest and not have to be just crippled all at once for something big you know uh-huh. i love paypal i mean i know that it's kind of a trap they entice you know it's like hey here's a 40 dollar coupon if you spend so much with this so-and-so through paypal credit but uh-huh. you got it's just like it's just like the um, amazon card you've got to pay it off you can't go past yeah. you know if you use that the paypal credit You've got to keep track of it. And they give you alerts when it's about to, you know, if, if, if you go too long or something. Uh-huh. Um, I'd bought an airplane for motion and put it on PayPal credit a while back and forgot about it. And uh, Oh, yeah. They could get you. You know, but I got it before, you know, before time ran out. But it's just, it's an easy way to uh, lessen the load of a, a big hit like that. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. Um Big purchases, you know, a couple of grand, it's, it helps when you can make, you know, two, three hundred dollar payments, mm-hmm. make it a lot easier. Um, definitely makes things affordable. But one of the things that I think people sometimes get trapped in, at least I do sometimes, is like, okay, I'll do PayPal credit, right? And then, like, oh, yeah, I'll pay it off. I'll do like a little bit payments now, and I'll, or I'll do like big payments in, at first, but then like something else will come out, and I'll be like, hmm. I'm going to get that too. <laughs> and then you're like, holy shit, I got to actually pay a lot to not oh, just pay like grand. minimum. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah, they make um, it easy to get in trouble. They do. They do. Same thing with credit cards, right? I mean, I think any type of loan system, they, they want you to take it, right? They want you to take the loan, but they want to f- trap you into paying interest. Right. I mean, that's where they make their money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then. This is like something that I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe at an event, but I mean, cash. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, maybe at events. I don't ever use cash ever. I think even when I go to you know, brick and mortar shops. Yeah, uh-huh. very true. I still use the credit. Well, pay the bank card at the brick and yeah. mortar shop. I mm-hmm. think. I think for me, I definitely agree with you. I use cash at the events. I'll bring a little bit of cash. Yeah. 
that's really the only time I'll go to an ATM and, like, get cash. Because I know, like, landing fee and maybe for food or some drinks or something, you know, ice cream. And the used yeah. market, too. I mean, somebody got something used. True. Like, I oh, went yeah. to, last time I think I went to Fredericksburg, and I ran into Walt. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, hey, you had a, you got a 690, right? You want to buy my motor? And sold it to me, like, gave me a great deal on his motor with the pinion. Nice. So it's like stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you definitely want good deals, you know, jump on them. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I tell you, though, most of the time, like if I'm at Joan All or something, I see something somebody's got out there. Or, you know, we're like down at Andy's uh, event last year. I bought a, yeah. I bought a very expensive helicopter down there with PayPal. You know, and um, right, right. I, I find that most people have PayPal that I want to deal with. So, even you know, I, I keep us. I have a separate bank account too, tied to my PayPal account for cash transactions. Mm-hmm. You know, that draw from my bank account. So I use that a lot um, to pay. Just you know, whatever. And, um, I, I usually don't take a lot of cash. I, I'll take usually, um, cash for like, I like giving cash tips. You know, if I order mm-hmm. pizza, sure, yeah. yeah, but I really like to give cash tips that way, you know, they can do with it what they want to or, mm-hmm. but, yeah, um, I agree. but as far as carrying around several hundred dollars all the time, no, I just don't do that. I might have like through the week, I might have $40 in my pocket at the most. I go to Joan Isle, I might take two, three hundred dollars cash, but most of the time I just use my PayPal. That way I've got a, a record of what I've spent and um, I'm bad about losing stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know, dude. A hundred dollar bills really gets people excited to sell stuff. Not me. I hate when somebody pays me with cash. I, I can't spend oh, it fast enough. No. <laughs> I, won't, I won't be paid with PayPal. You get the best deals if you got cash in your hand. I agree. In the old days, yeah. not anymore. I, I don't know. know if you're like buying like an airframe or something, and someone's selling for say five hundred bucks, and you're like four cash right here. You know, four hundred dollars. Yeah, it's hard to yeah. It's hard. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get what you're saying, Andy, for sure. Andy's gas monkey and what any transaction <laughs> he has. So look out for Andy, a.k.a. And then the guy Rollins. walks up behind you and says, hey, man, I'll give you five if you take PayPal. And sold. Yeah. I've never had any trouble with it, you know. So so let's talk about secondhand buying, right? So you have cash, obviously, right? Cash cash for Summer King. Um, PayPal is really, the, I would say, the alternative in our hobby. I mean, what about all the other things, right? Like selling money over from bank to bank or I don't know shit uh, about cash app or, or Venmo. Venmo. I used, I used to do some big uh, bank transfers on, uh, on uh, military vehicle sales. Mm-hmm. I've done, I've done some pretty good size ones and uh, it's always a little scary, you know, selling something, to somebody you don't know and ranging the shipment and everything. They do a wire transfer. I, I don't know. Oh yeah. I sold some Humvees and some armored vehicles for some crazy money back in the day, and uh, yeah, it was a little, a little stressful. It 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 kind of like focuses everything. It kind of comes like right into reality at that point. Yeah, when you see those numbers, because I know it has nothing to do with RC. But when we bought our house in Florida, we had been saving for years, and when we put that down payment on, and I transferred Ooh. that into my account, my regular 
checking account. Uh-huh. I think that was when I was the most nervous. I was like, oh my God. Like, that's just a getting lot real. Of freaking money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always tried to do those big ones like that in bank transfers because, you know, if you do, you know, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars in cash, yeah. and it takes you forever to get it in the bank. Oh yeah. Yeah, if you put ten thousand at a time, you know, that that's that's a signal. They they start wanting to know where's all this money coming from. Well, yeah. if it's over ten thousand, I've heard. If you go to yeah. your bank tomorrow and take over ten thousand out, they want to know why. Yeah. You can't just yeah. say it's my money. What's none of your business? Well, it's mostly if you put it in. That's oh, what it? I thought. I thought it was during the yeah. Like it needs to be from a source that they know, or well, even question like, it with the IRS. Doing that you've got that much cash. You know, it, it looks a little shady. And what it is is they can't tax it uh, enough, and they get a little worried about that. I guess. Yeah, gotta have their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but, I guess I don't know. Yeah. Back on the used stuff, mm-hmm. I, I like barter and trade mm-hmm. more, more than anything, you know, and um, okay. love trade. I mean, that's that's yeah. probably as big a part of the hobby for me as um, even flying and building. I, I love to work on deals and stuff, like closing the deal on this Cobra. I've been working on it for six months. Wow. You know? And, um, yeah. It's interesting. I, I feel like... Um I haven't done much trading in this hobby, you know. Well, Steve, you use another forum for, uh, you know, used stuff. You you go on Facebook a lot and uh, talk to yeah. people and pick up stuff off of there. Like you seem yeah, to but catch that's, some pretty that's good. That's kind deals. of the same thing. I don't know. Like, yeah, sure. Like the you know, Facebook is the the venue, I guess, or the marketplace. But um, at the end of the day, like Facebook, eBay, it doesn't really matter. It's it's like, you know, Facebook. The only difference with Facebook is that, like, now now I know more and more people, right? Like, I know more faces to the names um, than when we first started and stuff. But beyond that, like, there's still people I don't know and I've dealt with. And it's kind of like you're just dealing with a stranger. You do what you got to do. Well, to be safe about it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, if you pay pay for anything. Oh, never. Never friendly. And you don't know them. Do not do it as a gift, no matter what. Never, yeah. 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 Even if you have to pay them <clears throat> yeah. the extra. Four percent. Yeah. 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 Never. Never do that. <laughs> I don't know how much we can stress that enough. Yeah, absolutely. So many people get ripped off, man. That's it's a shame. Let's talk just a second about buying and selling you stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I was uh as I growed up buying, selling cattle, and call it horse trading, even though I've never had horses. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if you've got something for sale, I'm going to make you an offer, you know, 15 20% less than what you're asking, expecting you to make a count, either take it or make a counter offer. Okay. But it seems like nowadays that offends people and... They're just like, this is the price, fuck you. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Are you saying if they say, um, I'll take Okay, so I'll... somebody's selling something online for 100 bucks. Yeah. I say, I, I'm interested in that. Can you take 80 Yeah. Expect them to say no, but I'll take 90 Okay, mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. But it's... a lot of people nowadays, I think that 
the maybe the I don't know the word I'm looking for, but the the attitude or something or the paradigm or something is kind of changed Mm -hmm. to where, okay, this is the price and this is what it is. And if you offer me Mm -hmm. less than that, you're an asshole. Yeah. You're lowballing me. I mean, I get, I get the low ball. Like if you're selling something for a hundred bucks and a guy offers you $30, I mean, that's just being a dick, but if it's a legitimate 15, 20% offer, is that, am I the asshole or no, no. what do you guys you know what? I, The way I look at it, if somebody gets butt hurt over you offering them, you know, even $75 on a hundred dollar thing, then I don't want to deal with them anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way I've come up with my grandfather, like if, if somebody was selling something for a hundred bucks and I give him a hundred bucks, he'd say, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You caught shit. So I don't know. I, I just have kind of noticed like in the last couple of years that it don't hurt the, to ask the use, the buying and selling stuff is kind of maybe shifted less, less barter trading kind of thing or, or less haggling and more of just, this is what it is. Take it or leave it. Well, dude, if the guy posts something for a hundred dollars and he doesn't put I'm um, firm on that price or firm, then I'm expecting to be able to do exactly like you said. Well, from 80 bucks or 75 and yeah. see if he takes it, you know, yeah. and yeah. kind of the same thing about selling. If, if you absolutely have to have a hundred dollars out of this item, then put it for sale for 120 expecting yeah. to get a hundred. Yeah. I mean, that's this kind of way I was brought up. Now I don't know whether that's right or wrong. That's why I'm asking you guys. Well, that's usually just, I mean, that's the way the, the system works, you know, I mean, especially yeah. if you're, trading something you've got a trade value and then you've got a cash value it's it's yeah. um i'm like you you know i had a grandfather that um he was a businessman but you know most of his deals were probably down on, out on the porch you know uh-huh. and, uh, of the business but uh, that's just um i mean it's just the way we do I, I guess it's more prevalent down here than it is in a lot yeah. of, of the country that's, that's you know, what i'm kind of wondering it's because I, I, I talk to people out in out in California sometimes about you know trading for this and trading. And what do you mean you traded? What what did you? Tra- I said, well, I just swapped a bunch of junk I had. Well, oh well, that's cool. And I guess the only time they do that is if they go like to some kind of a big swap meet, swap meet or something like yeah. that. And basically, most of them people are just selling. Yeah, yeah. I think that horse trading uh, type stuff takes place more on like swap meets and you know, flea markets, mm. maybe with your neighbors up here, like the guys you really know. Mm. But yeah. it's, it sounds like it's more prevalent down in the, in the Southern States for sure. Cause I've talked right. to guys in Florida a lot about that's they like you, Georgia, they're really into trade and stuff. And guys I knew in the army that was from Southern, you know, States, same thing. They were always talking about trading this for that and working on mm. deals, yeah, stuff like yeah. that. I don't really ever saying. trade anything. I'm I'm just curious about the whole. I guess it's bartering, yeah, negotiating a price. That's haggling if you're negotiating haggling. A price. Yeah, yeah, bartering yeah. is just trading. Yeah, hmm. yeah, that's part of the you know that's part of the part of the fun of you know doing something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean, when there's an opportunity, I think it's great. I, I just feel like, I don't know, for me, I think I've only had one, I've only traded one helicopter once. 
and it was someone I knew, so it wasn't really of a much of a worry. And it's just more like, yeah, I don't want this helicopter anymore. And they're like, oh, I'll get you this helicopter. I was like, yeah, that'll work. You know, and we trade. Yeah, I think trading if you're shipping stuff is real, almost impossible. Mm, I don't even it's know. It's scary. Yeah, I should yeah. somebody you personally know really well. Right. Uh, I've done quite a bit of it. So I, I think it in is. that case, it'd just be, you know, yeah. I'll sell you, you this for a hundred dollars and then I'll buy yours for a hundred dollars. <laughs> and I don't know how she would yeah. do it. You got to get good pictures of anything you get like that. If you're trading used stuff. Now I've heard some horror stories with trades. Like they would trade for a helicopter and like one person would pack it up real nice. And the one trading, the other guy would just like, Dump it in a box and ship yeah, it. Or send a rock or a brick or something. Not uh, even ship anything. I've been very blessed on that stuff. I've never had anybody screw me over on an online deal. Yeah. Nobody sent you a rock? No. <laughs> What's your address, George? I <laughs> just said you're a rock. <laughs> Tired iron. Yeah, what, what, what is your address? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have anything else for budgets you want to talk about? Try not to overspend in the hobby. Don't put yourself in a hole. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yes. I know it's yes. exciting. Don't stretch yourself stuff, too thin. Don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't stretch yourself too thin. Yeah, especially in this hobby, the aviation hobby, where you yeah, know, that's what I'm saying. If, if you crash it, you know you're going to need money to fix it. So don't spend <laughs> yeah. all your money on that. Yeah. You know. Right. Like, yeah. That big helicopter. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you can afford to fly a 500 or something, and that's really all you can afford, don't stretch yeah. yourself thin and get a 700 because yeah, you're going to crash it. For it <laughs> and you'll be pissed for six months while you try to fix it. Yep. Just don't do that. All right. Some sound advice. All right. Let's move on to the planker segment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that music still playing segment. in the background? Are you getting ready to start it? Let's see. I was going to say something about Mike D. Before, go uh, oh, yeah, go uh, for it. Uh, he got in contact with me, and I was really busy during the, the fly-in and stuff like that, and I get, didn't get get back in touch with him for a couple of days. And uh-huh. when I did, and I knew what it was about, he had told me a note, but he, he had, was just going through a lot of his old RC stuff, motors, ESC servos and stuff, and trying to, you know, just – get it categorized and, and do something with it. And he'd heard us talking about doing the hangar days. So mm-hmm. he, he boxed us up probably two or three boxes of stuff, but some really good stuff. We'll be able to do a bunch of flight stuff, stuff. Nice. That's kids, tons of little motors, ESCs and stuff. So I just wanted to thank Mike on air for that. That was just really nice. He even awesome. uh, had, had one of the V one, um, blade two thirties. And that's two I picked up in the last couple of weeks. So now we got some more, training helicopters we can get people flying with so awesome yeah i just really appreciate that and i know uh a lot of the people that come over here kids you know they Uh they they can't go spend a whole lot of money on stuff like that just to see if they like it and it just kind of you know tickles me that he did that that's great that's awesome yeah he's definitely one of the good ones in the hobby for sure Mm -hmm. man yes great dude you know what? He loves to have fun. He loves to enjoy himself in the hobby. He knows what enjoyment he gets out of it, and he wants to see everybody get that type of enjoyment yeah. out of it. Uh-huh. I got a bad case of that myself. Nice. 
Awesome. Yeah, it's great to hear. Okay. Here we go with the planker. We got some guy named William Anthony. You ever heard of this dude? That's it's called, called a Bill Ann. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm so freaking excited about planes. What? I what? love them all. <laughs> I'm going to get a jet fly 200 miles an hour. <laughs> now I'm going to get a multi-rotor. I'm going to make it do search and rescue. Wait, how high do these go? How long is the very last? I'm going to get in a hobby. I'm going to get 80-inch waterboard for my first plane this afternoon. <laughs> What's the best radio? <laughs> what should I find? Oh, dude. Welcome to an evening with the planker. <laughs> All right, it's working. And here he is. Mike D. the planker himself. Good boy. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> Welcome, my friends, to us. I'm sure you're all here to see the wizard, so... Um, I can go first. Dude, it's, it's gonna be ridiculous. Hold on there, hold on. There are consequences, you know. Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Um, what the hell is going on? <laughs> you know, Kevin, you're drooling. Just doing it more and more. Guys, guys, it's time to leave. Um, um. Andy, Andy, why is your junk out? Put a little oil on the shaft. It's all on a YouTube channel. <laughs> um, that was sad. Kevin, are you drunk? <laughs> Slightly more than I was before. Holy shit, it's the witch, guys. Take cover. Uh, Holy fuck, she set herself on fire. That's weird. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. What the hell is going on? Um. And, uh, and, uh, but, uh, <laughs> that's it. That was enough. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? <laughs> All right, that's it. Oh, wow. That's it? Oh, wow. My God. Ah. <sighs> Is he coming up with a new movie theme every week? Is that what's going on? Sounds like it. Yes. Oh, can't boy. wait till Duke's Hazard. Look, can't wait till Duke's Hazard? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Awesome. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's move it on to news and announcements. Okay. News and announcements. 
All righty. What do we have here? Ooh, we have quite a bit, huh? We have a shit ton. Nice. A shit ton. Yeah. That's not as much as a flowed, but it's a lot. So Synergy RC put a post on Facebook today saying we are currently relocating Synergy RC to Ohio. The move to Ohio will enable us to start a new CNC shop. So we'll not have to use outside vendors and have them steal our shit. Wow. Yep. That's awesome, it's, man. It says the uh-huh. Synergy store will be temporarily, will be down temporarily while they relocate. Apologize in advance for the inconvenience, but uh, you can visit any of the dealers for Synergy parts. Huh. F you, China. <laughs> That makes me want to run out and buy a Synergy. It really does. I love their stuff, man. These E7s, I, I like the way they're built. I mean, they, yeah. Well, we all know the, the story behind that and why he's doing it, and it's that's freaking awesome, man. Yeah. I think you'll see a lot, of, uh, a lot of companies doing that here in the near future. Probably be some regulations lifted and tax breaks for bringing business back in the States. I think... Um, I think you'll see a lot of that. I hope so. Yeah, me too. And, you know, with our technology and and how, I I don't want to say advanced we are, but, you know, the advancements that we've made in technology, we could automate a lot of this stuff to where it would be, I don't want to say really competitive, but it would be obtainable, you know? Yeah. That's that's awesome. I think helis would be easier to do that with, Kevin. Yeah. The planes would be very difficult because you got you got to have people do yeah, things. I, I guess I should have been but more like specific. CNC, I mean, CNC cutting work. parts, right. and carbon fiber. I mean, you know, that could be mostly automated, I would think. I mean, dude, uh-huh. look at every stupid show on on uh, Discovery or whatever it is. Every, every idiot that owns a freaking shop that's throwing a motor in something has a CNC machine. Like, so you yeah. know that's already out there and you know uh-huh. i'm sure that that could be done here <laughs> every idiot putting the motor in something every moron has a friggin <laughs> steve 3D. doesn't have a cnc machine he's well, an idiot putting a motor in something every every uh-huh. moron that has a freaking 3d printer in his garage i got four of them so i'm four uh-huh. times a moron yeah no but you know what i mean like uh yeah I'm no sure if, i agree i'm sure agree. If things yep. like yep. businesses wanted to keep that you know in-house in america i'm sure it can be done sure. Yeah, definitely. The only thing is, it's gonna it's gonna cost more. You know, you just have to be realistic about it. But so yep. what? Yep. Just have to budget a little bit more. Until our kids <laughs> grow up and have their own bank accounts and stuff like that, listening to us hating on China for eighteen years, that's when it'll all turn around. <laughs> it's when it always does. History always repeats itself. Mm-hmm. All right. What else do we have? The Goblin Kraken 580. The pre-order is open as of today. You heard about this, Steve? Tuesday, May 26th. I did. <laughs> Yours now. I think I put an order in for it. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yep, we finally got some, some details and stuff here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. All the dealers, as far as I know... I mean, the two or three I looked at have to pre-order open. Only find Helis, A-Main, BK Hobbies, you know, 
whoever you like to do business with, just go ahead and put your pre-order in. Yes. The retail price is seven fifty nine. Uh-huh. Kit includes five seventy main blades and ninety five millimeter tail blades. Yep. So it can support a main blade length of five fifty to six hundred millimeters. Tail blades ninety five to one oh fives. Uh with five seventies it runs a twelve seventy millimeter rotor diameter, two sixty on the tail with ninety fives. It can run mini or standard size, but the standard size is an option. So you do need to order um, a servo mounting kit for the standard size servos, the 40 millimeter options. So the uh, minis are standard? Yes, mini comes with the, the mounting okay. kits, come with the, the heli. And do you, I think it's like when I ordered mine, I think it was like a $30 option to get the okay. uh, the standard size um, mounts. Uh, tail servo, though, does use a standard size, so make sure you get that. Uh, main rotor ratio, let's see, with the 22 tooth, you get a 9.4 to 1 ratio. Yep. Um, and the 23 tooth tail, you get 4.9 to 1 on that tail. Yeah. Um, typical setup, you want to do a 4025 series, either 6S, that's anything around 1000 to, to 1200 kV, or 12S, which is around the 5600 kV mark. Uh, speed controller. You know, one your your average hundred to one thirty, one forty. Obviously, if you do six S, you want to be a little bit on the higher side. So, um, you know, one thirty and, and up probably best. And battery size, I think, is very similar to um, kind of like the SAB the five seventy. You can do like a single five thousand or fifty eight hundred milliamp success pack, or if you run a series or a stick pack, you want to limit yourself to about thirty two hundred milliamp size. Yeah. I'm going to touch on the tail rotor ratio real quick. The mm-hmm. 4.9 to 1 is standard with an optional 5.3 to 1. Yep. So that's super nice. Yeah. And same thing for the main rotor. It's 9.4 to 1, but you can go up to 11.5 if you want to. 11.5 or down yeah. to 8.6. Mm-hmm. Or I guess up to 8.6 or down to 11.5. Yes. So got some options there. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool Just that the- they, they're making a high tail ratio. So that's... Mm-hmm. You can run lower, a re- more reasonable head speed without the tail blowing out. Yeah. I'm happy to see that. Yeah. I think I'm going to do mine as a 6S setup, so I might do the 5.3 tail ratio just to – because I want to kind of give it a little bit less of a head speed. Are you going to fly it on 550s, you think? or? No, I actually want to do 600s. I want to do 6. Why would you go 6S? I don't know. just want to do something that's a little bit – I don't know, just less. Like I don't, I don't really need to. I don't want to like a smack machine. I want to kind of make this a little bit more of a calmer bird. I think for me. I don't know, dude. I think success will really struggle on six hundreds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I haven't decided on blades yet, but I'll run the five seventies. Maybe I'll try six. I don't know. It might struggle. If it does, then I'll just upgrade the motor. You know what? I'm curious as to why they they're calling it the five eighty. With all those options. Because 570 was already taken. Yeah. <laughs> no, but why not call it like, uh, I don't know, you know, just a name instead of a number. I don't know. What are your thoughts Because Kraken was already taken too. Well, there's other names out there. But it's a Kraken. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Really okay. Mean anything. Yeah. I'm sure that, I'm sure SAB is going to release a 580 blade. I don't know. Like, why would you? Call it 580 and oh, not good point. Why yeah. bother? 
Just because they can. Yeah, I mean, they make blades, you know. I don't think it'd be that hard for for them to make the five eighty. No, blades. I mean they definitely can or could. But why, yeah, if, they, if it would sell enough to be worth the effort, right? Yeah, if it's the only helicopter that runs them, then it probably wouldn't be worth it to make a yeah. five eighty blade. But uh, I don't know. I was just curious if you guys knew why they were calling it that. No, just for the main blade size. But it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I come to five seventies. Like, why not just make five eighties? It can run what um, five seventy to six hundred. Is that what you said? Five fifty to six. Five fifty to six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious. Yeah. I'm One just curious thing how this to paint note, gonna look. Uh, we should mention is it says minimum motor shaft length is twenty six millimeter. We recommend using a six millimeter diameter motor shaft. So, make, if if you already have a motor or you're shopping for a motor, make sure you got one that's uh-huh. at least twenty six millimeters long. It's good to know. Oh, check this out, Steve! It uses the same battery trays as the Kraken seven hundred. Ah, nice! I got plenty of those. That's yeah, interesting. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's that really cool. cool. That's I'm glad they did that. That's cool. Yeah, nice. Should be a cool little bird. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like they're taking all the good components of other, you know, other manufacturers and putting it into one good helicopter, like one really good helicopter. Yep, it looks cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, what else do we have? Let's see, what else we got? The Oxy-5 High Fidelity. Oh, yeah. Price now. Mm-hmm. 999 99 and it is... It's loaded with stuff. Oh, and do we say the Kraken 580 is supposed to be shipping end of June, mid-June? Yeah, I think it said late June. Yeah. Late June, I think, yeah. Yeah, and the retail is 759 I don't know yeah. if we mentioned that either. Yeah, we did. 759 with blades. Mains yeah, with blades, yep. Mm-hmm. So this uh, Oxy-5 high-fidelity. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, it I definitely mean, looks cool. The yeah. price is high, but if you look at all the stuff you get with it, it's yeah. not as high as you first think. Yeah. And being that it's like a limited edition, you know. Yep, limited edition. Uh, yeah. I know a lot of people were kind of making fun of the price, but uh, Luca had a, a packing list update here. Yeah. Uh, just to show you all the stuff that comes with this. And you get two complete tail systems, like tail yeah. sets. Not only the boom, but everything to go with it. So yeah. you could literally have a 550 and a 620 or something set up, and all you got to do is pull one boom out, stick the other one in, put the belt on the pulley, and swap it out. Yep, you're done. So you get two boom, I mean two tail systems, get both servo mount sets for minis or full size, extra Mm -hmm. motor shaft support set, all the pinions, Mm -hmm. all the tail pulleys. Yeah. um, All the dampeners that they have, the sets, O-ring and the rigid. Yep. White, black, landing gear struts, 550 links main blades, 600 links main blades, 95 tails, and 105 tails. 
Wow. And? And a limited edition Oxy Haley, Oxy uh-huh. 5 High Fidelity hat. No, I think it's okay. neat. I mean, the fact that it's kind of limited edition and stuff already, you know, to some people that means nothing, like me. Uh-huh. To other people that are collectors and stuff, I mean, yeah, that's worth whatever, you know? Right. So, I mean, I, def- I definitely wouldn't uh, be poo-pooing it just because it might not be for me. Because mm-hmm. there's not, I guarantee there won't be a, a whole shit ton of these out there. So, no, I don't know how many he's going to make or whatever, but I don't imagine there'll be a, a whole pile of them. I wonder if he's going to do any sort of like, you know, if you register, do you be able to like buy a canopy if you need it, you know? I don't or know. It's really like beyond that, you get everything, which is amazing, right? You get everything yeah, you that could just you can... put the canopy on, whatever. Yeah. But like the canopy is the one special thing that I'm sure you can't just replace like easily, you know? So I'm sure there's, I wonder if she's like, just, hey, you know, we're making a thousand kits or a hundred kits or whatever the, the limited edition number is. And if you wreck it, you wreck it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm curious. Or, or do they do something like, you know, how SAB did with the um, Freedom Edition, right? Like, if you register and you have a Freedom Edition, your serial number is registered, then, yeah, you can order another canopy. That would make more sense because, I mean, it would really suck if you damage your canopy. And you can't <laughs> it. It <don't. laughs> but I see the reason why you shouldn't just everybody be able to buy one. Because, yeah. I mean, Kevin yeah. could buy the canopy and then he'd have a high fidelity. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you know what? I don't know about you guys, but I think you know having the blade set and the tail set. Uh, I don't think it's that's pretty damn neat, really. Too bad I mean, that's... price. I mean, it's no. Uh, I don't think it's. I don't no. think it is. At first, it's like you know, you look at it, and you're like, whoa. But then when you go through the list, and having a complete tail system is big too, because yeah. I mean, sure, having a belt and boom is easy to swap out, and you can do it. But I mean. It's nice that you can have this full setup. Plus, you can run different ratios and stuff and have it all built, right, you right. know? So, yep. no, I think it's cool. Yeah, you could, I mean, it would, I don't imagine it would take more than 10 minutes to swap it out. I uh-huh. mean, you could have 600s and stuff and have it set up to do kind of like a low head speed or something. And then if you feel like smack, pop the 550 with the lower tail ratio in there and, and do yeah. smack you know, or yeah. vice versa, however you want to do it. Huh? Right. So, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. What's next on the list here? I saw this a couple of weeks ago and I kept forgetting about it, but the, they, they now E flight has the night timber X. So this is the timber X that they put lots inside of. Okay. And I think it's pretty neat because funny, I was one night, I was like, dang, I wish I, you know, I got one of these Timber X's. I was like, I wish it had lights in it or something. <laughs> and then you see this. And huh? then like two days later, this come out. I was like, oh, well, there you go. I knew it was a good idea. <laughs> awesome. Uh, it looks like it's exactly the same as the Timber X, except for the lights. I mean, <laughs> added lights. That'd and be a cool, cool thing. 
Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool for late in the evening or something, even if you're not exactly night flying, just so that you can still see it. Yeah, just dust flying still would help you know, so much. Like, you know how we go to fun flies and stuff, and sometimes mm-hmm. drag right. out a plane, screw around at night or under the lights and this and that? I mean, this would be perfect for that. Yeah. Um, the price for the Bind and Fly Basic is two ninety nine ninety nine to 300 bucks. Uh, there's a plug and play version that's a little less. So anyway, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Uh, some new blades from Azure Power, Azure, three eighty five, and of course we'll put the links uh, with the show notes like mm-hmm. always and. I've tried really, really hard to find non-Facebook links for all this stuff. Yeah. But I'm having a super difficult time. Like the the Synergy announcement and uh, a lot of this stuff, I can only find it on Facebook, guys. So if you're not on Facebook, I'm, I apologize. But it's just not out there, or at least I can't find it. Yeah, even Matt's thing, I saw it on Instagram and, and Facebook, really. It's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the, the Azure Power AZ 385s. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, you know, Fitch 380, Oxy 4 Max, or whatever you got. Yep. Um, I've heard some people say they really like these blades. They kind of got a little bit different shape, kind of that wider cord sort of in the middle. Mm-hmm. I think, well, I mean, when did this it, brand come out? Like, they've been around for a little while. Um, okay. they've been made as far as I can tell, just looking at the website, I think they were doing uh quadcopter or multi-rotor props for a while. And I remember them coming out with some 700 blades. Yeah. I don't know, six months ago or something. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say the same thing. Heli blades. Five sixties. They got some tail blades. They got, was it five fifties or five seventies? Five sixties. 560s, okay, and 700s, and then some couple tail blades. Yeah, so, the, I don't know. The webpage I found is Azure Power USA. Okay. Yeah, That's I looked on there, but these new blades were, no. were not. Right. Yeah. That's well, kind of weird. <laughs> so, a few people have been flying them. I don't, you know, yeah. I've mixed reviews. They're oh. fairly inexpensive, so mm-hmm. nice. check them out. Always good to have bl- more blade options for the little helis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, they never get, right? Usually it's. Oh, no, man, it's pretty like much it. just, yeah. You know, like Rotor Techs or. Uh, do Switch make 380s? I think they mm-hmm. do. 383s, yeah. yep. Yep. And, Zeal, until uh, they went out of business. Yeah, Zeal's not around anymore. So, you know, I mean, there's a couple, a line. But yeah. more the better, I say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, here's another uh, announcement from Spectrum RC, and it's re- I looked really hard for this one somewhere besides Facebook because if this announcement is only on Facebook, then that's a fail by Spectrum. It should mm. be on the homepage of their website announcement or banner. But they say, attention, IX-12 transmitter owners. As some of you may have become aware, latest firmware update unfortunately introduced some 
unforeseen issues. Uh, in some cases can be rectified with simple setting change. Others will be corrected with an update that will be publishing in the near future. So if you have recently updated the firmware on your iX12 or 20, you definitely need to check this out. Um, the affected firmware versions are 1.13 and 1.03 for the iX12 and 20. And there is no way to roll back the firmware at this time. Damn. And wow. Looks like some of the issues are with the, the deal rate not working or being deactivated. Uh-huh. Uh, and Haley, the deal rate expo is like being deactivated or not, not working. Um, so yeah, check this out. Wireless uh-huh. trainer, reliably binding with full functionality. Yeah. Uh, so why would this only be on Facebook? Why would this not be a banner on their website? Yeah. I mean, seriously, I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's not out on their website at all. I could not find it. Now, it's very possible I missed it, but the only place I saw this was on Facebook. You know, maybe it's in a forums or something. I didn't have time to go chase that rabbit hole down. But I mean, there's nothing listed in their news and bulletins on Spectrum. Yeah, no, that's they got a that's news crazy. and bulletins page. Yeah. That's the first place I look, and it's just right. blank. And it's blank. Nothing. Wow. So I just I wanted to get the word out there if you're you updated and you have one of those firmwares 1.13 or 1.03 you know double check make sure everything's working good your dual rates and stuff so you don't get don't get in trouble yeah that's weird even for the ix20 like you know their manuals and support page of their thing yeah, you think nothing. that they would put stuff in there nothing yeah i mean i think something like this is important enough to have a pop-up or a banner or something yeah, on, the, a, on the homepage. A, a proper PSA, yeah. Something, you know? It's like just say, hey, this is the problem. We're working on it or something, you know? It is on the roll-down on their main page. Uh, it's oh, just, is it? Yeah, it's just linked to okay. Facebook. It's got, like, Facebook oh, posts yeah. on it. <laughs> if you don't have Facebook, you're kind of fucked still. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that, that's weird. I, I totally agree with you. You would think that would be a huge, like, banner at the top. Especially because, I mean, ah, oh, man, it can, yeah. Anyways, what else have we got? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into it on that. Something we, well, not we, but guys have been waiting for, for, oh, I don't know, five years maybe? But the... <laughs> The Futaba CGY760R now has integration with the T32MZ. Uh, They just released a big update. So if you have a 32MZ, you can do the update and get your CGY760 integrated. With the $3,000 radio only? Yes. Yes. As of this time, only works with the 32MZ. Oh, look at that, though. Futaba USA takes a firm. Get it for two seventy nine per month. Pre-qualify now. No? Okay. So, don't update your firmware 
and do update your firmware. Yes. Yeah. Don't update your Spectrum. Do update your Futaba. Yep. Yes. All right. Is that it? Yeah? Uh, I think that's it. I think so. Unless we need to elaborate on anything else. Hey, did I tell you guys I got that FMS uh, Army Jeep in? No. I saw, I saw you on post Facebook. online. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man, that thing is it's unbelievable. I took yeah. it down to Dalton with me and just had it out there playing with it, and it's so cool. I mean, it, the CG on it is apparently perfect because I can't believe I didn't roll it two or three times going wide <laughs> open and just jerking it. But it's uh, got the same chassis as, like I think, the FJ40 Rock Crawler they've got and uh, it's really nice the lights you know work on it good steering wheel turns so when you've got a you know a a driver in there their hands move with it looks pretty cool and uh, yeah it works works flawlessly and from the time i opened the box the box has actually got a paper cardboard around it and inside of it's this nice carry case i posted some pictures on tired iron aviation on facebook but um it's just really a nice model. I can't believe it. it just I put uh, four AA batteries in the the transmitter, and I, I had a five thousand uh, four cell. I think it's four cell. No, five thousand three cell um, battery for it, and uh, fit like a glove. Plugged it up and was driving it in two minutes. Nice. Yeah. About ran off the table first thing. I didn't realize it was <laughs> fast, you know. Uh-huh. But, but, yeah, I'd highly recommend one if they come back in stock. It's kind of like um, after the pre-order, it came in, and now you can't hardly find any of them anywhere except for maybe on oh, the yeah. I think uh-huh. they're in kind of in the middle of transitioning fully into Horizon or something. Maybe they'll be available on Horizon probably before long. But really nice scale model. I was worried about the windshield not being scale, but I think it's just the picture mm-hmm. that made it look like that because it, it's really a nice scale vehicle. Nice. Wow. All right. I guess let's move it on to what's next for you in the hobby. All right. What's next for you, George? Well, I should have a new printer here in about three or four days. So I'm anxious to get that set up and, and just see how it, how it does and start trying to chop up some of these uh, 3D printed uh, aircraft and mm-hmm. uh, try making some mold plugs. That's going to be crazy, man. Yeah. It's going to be so cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm really hoping this stuff's going to work good. I think it will. I'm printing some out right now on my standard Ender 3 and uh, or Ender 3 Pro, whatever. But, um, yeah, it'll be nice to be able to make some big parts. That and just uh, trying to, I need to get a couple of helicopters that I've got really close to finishing. I need to go ahead and knock them out and just do it and uh, eliminate some of these projects. It's got too many, uh, too many projects scattered out of the table. And I guess probably fly this weekend. Andy, if you're not working the farm, come over. Yeah. Looks like. Decent weather after it's, it looks like it's going to rain right until the weekend, but uh, looks like some good flying weather. Not supposed to be, you know, 90 degrees, supposed to be like I think in the mm-hmm. high 70s, low 80s. Yeah, I wish it quit raining. I'm 
Oh, I'm telling you, really, I'm in bad shape here on the farm. I'm moving. <laughs> I'm moving. It's got four, like five inches of rain this week or last week. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. But that's it for me on, you know, what's next. Just uh, kind of keep on keeping on. All right. Who's next? I can go next, dude. I am on call this upcoming weekend, uh, but I want to try and make it somewhere to fly. Even though I'm on call, I'm going to pack some stuff in the work van and I'm going to drive till I find an open field. So drive down to this open field down in South Jersey. That's where I was planning on driving to, but I didn't know if you wanted to announce it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it's not like we're having a fun fly or anything, but just saying. No, it'll be Might. fun. I think we'll fly a little. And we'll fly. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I plan on doing. Nice. I guess I could go next. Yeah. I'm going to fly Saturday. I don't know. Maybe somewhere in South Jersey. We'll see. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Andy? I try to get a few flights in myself as well. I'm going to try to do some more wrenching on the Spectre 700. Mm. Make sure I've got everything I need. If not, get it ordered. And get that thing put back together. And I think I'm going to order an Oxy 5. An HF? Nah, probably just the normal one. Nice, yeah. dude. Nice. What yeah. What made you... Well, I think I'm going to sell the 516. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it. it's a good heli, but I just... I don't know. I've had it three years now. So, you know, I'm kind of bored with it. Yeah. I thought I might get an Oxy 5. Everything will, I should be able to take everything out of that except for the motor. The motor mm-hmm. is too high of a KV. Oh, but really? I've got a 120 ESC, and uh, of course the servos and stuff should all work. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the motor in that, in my 516s, a 4020, 1350 KV. Oh, okay. And I really need like a 1100 or something. Yeah, 1200 max yeah yeah 1100 because yeah. i don't want running you know screaming head speed especially if i'm gonna do it on 6s mm-hmm. try to kind of keep it light yeah so, that's what i was gonna ask you what setup you were gonna do yeah yeah the i've actually got mini servos so i have to get those adapter plates like you did kevin mm-hmm. but these expert mini servos I have are super friggin' strong and fast, so they'll be plenty good for a five fifty. Nice. Nice. And the ESC will be fine. Of course the fly barless and all that stuff will transfer over. So really all I need is a motor. So I'll just just order a motor and get a kit and I'll be good to go. I've even got blades laying around here. Nice. Cool man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I get it done this week, but that's that's in my plans. Get something new to play with. Very cool. Yes. Nice. It's a good hell of you, man. You'll you'll like it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean I I'm I've not spoken to anyone that said this thing sucks. Everybody's like, Oh, I love it. Yeah. So after yeah, I don't they think did you can the, go wrong. Yeah, after they did the new land, the plastic landing gear and, and stuff and mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it'd be a good, 
um, less expensive heli fly around, play with. Awesome. Yep. All right. Do we have any listener pipeline? We do not. Okay, then. What's that number? I don't know. Some 973 bullshit. Oh, oh, 973-936-8936. 1-800-DIAL-A-JOKE? 1-800-973-936-8936. All right. I guess let's wrap it up. All right, man. Let's wrap it up. God, are we wrapping it up before 11 p.m.? We must be getting old as fuck. Oh, sorry. Getting? I've been old. <laughs> All right. Facebook likes. Um, I think I made a mistake last week. because Was it last week? Yeah, last week. Oh, I was wait. Like, Before we wrap up, George wanted to give a shout out. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Andy, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. To, to check um, Bowl. Is that how you pronounce his last yeah, name? Bowl. Chuck Bowl. Yeah, yeah. 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 Great guy. Um, maybe me. Uh, I got some parts from him for a synergy e7 i was piecing together and um tried to pay him for him he wouldn't let me pay him and then then he sent me a note the other day he said hey i'm getting rid of some of this uh, e7 stuff i've got here if you're interested in one i said well yeah he said, well i've got enough for a whole you know complete airframe if you're yeah. interested and i've also got a, a really nice uh, scorpion motor for it and um right. made me a fantastic deal on it just shipped it out didn't even wait for me to send him a paypal or anything and um got here and I, like i said earlier I, I believe you could have shipped this thing to the moon and back and it wouldn't have got damaged <laughs> he had nice. that thing so well packaged that um it was crazy matter of fact i saved the boxes and all the wrapping for having to you know send something to somebody else like that but yeah. um he just he's just one of them guys that make the hobbies great you know for sure Nice. Yeah, Chuck's a good dude. I've met him a few times now. Mm-hmm. Met him down in Birmingham and then in Florida and Urcha. Mm. He always yeah. travels with Michael Leipzig and his son, mm-hmm. Micah. Good folks. Mm. Yeah, I hope to get to meet him. Yeah, but just wanted to mention that, you know. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's fantastic. great. All right, so Facebook likes. Um, I think I mentioned thirteen forty last week. No, no, we're at thirteen oh five. I think I made a mistake. We're like thirteen forty something in followers. So I think I just read that number. So correction, thirteen oh five, and we have plus seven this week. All right, let's get the music cued, and we have Douglas Bowish, RC Den, Dennis Mott. Oh. Boy, this one's gonna be a doozy. <laughs> Hannah say, done. That was good. Greg, Greg, oh, thanks. <laughs> Greg Aldridge. Oh, this is another one here. Nadir, Moral, 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 and Devin Hudson. All right, thanks Ooh. everyone for liking us. Thanks, guys. Okay. Yep. Facebook comments. What do we have? Uh, we have some comments. Oh, boy. We have some comments on the last episode, An Evening with the Planker. <laughs> and I have not gone through these, so I'm not sure uh, what these comments are going to say. Oh, boy. Hold on, I'm trying to view them all. Okay, so Bill Anthony 
says, other than the Planker talk, this was a great episode. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, Shaggy Parker said, uh, Bill, the Planker was talking. I thought it was Steve, Steve, you and Mike. Uh, I don't know. I guess Steve, you and Mike. Uh, Chris Bream said, here's some videos for the 6250 fly barless unit. Michael Parker says, Mike D sucks. <laughs> Uh, Steve Shaw says Steve, Kevin, Andy, and George you have once again slipped to a new low I was going to download and listen to this episode today but I don't want to risk ruining my heli flying for the weekend where did you get this planker guy is his salary comparable to yours I sure hope not this must be a jersey cream of the crop (laughs) Uh, no this guy must be a jersey cream of the crop oh my god keep up the great work always a pleasure to hear you I said, thanks, Steve. I had fun doing every episode, but this one was a lot of fun. Uh, the bloopers were freaking hysterical, man. Ray Bacon said, Sim Knight. And I said, yes. Uh, Mark Ritchie said, this should be a good one. Plankety plank plank. Uh, Steve Shaw said, free fall, guys. Thank you for the great influence. Now I, too, have a planker problem and maybe an <laughs> online sim issue as well. Kevin, I won't fly the QQ or Kraken or whip- Whiplash until you get down here. <laughs> And Steve said, love it, bro. I guess Steve Shaw bought what a, uh, looks like he bought a plank, a QQ uh-huh. extra. Uh huh. Nice. I'm yet to pick up one of those. Didn't, didn't you pick up one, Steve, or no? Uh huh. Yeah. I got the, the red night one. You haven't flown it yet, right? Oh, I have. Yeah. Flew like three or four times. Oh, Flew it right. and hung it in the garage. And then it hung in the garage. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, so and, you missed the opportunity to see it fly. Sorry. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Damn it. It's like Haley's Comet. Now i got to wait Should like 56 I, years. I know. you got to wait. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, the other comments we got on Facebook was from the Discord server post about us being on the sim. And John Partridge said, Kevin. Did next- you see the one Mark left on his, on the, his oh. episode? Uh, no, I didn't see that one. I just see the video he has of the uh, FT Aura five light mounting base yeah i'll read it it says holy shit the quality of guests has hit an all-time low yes the planker guy is incredibly handsome and also happens to be taller while lying on his back but what a fucking moron (laughs) my ears are bleeding and i can feel the night terrors coming on now you people have caused me significant mental trauma and expense for psychiatric therapy although the drugs are really good and the doctor's couch is comfortable. Hey, wait. These drugs are really good. Wow. <laughs> really, really good. Uh, holy shit. The lampshades are melting. Oh, the clock on the wall is laughing at me. Oh, man, this is good. I think, uh, I think, uh, it, more planker, please. Yes, more planker. Lots of planker. <laughs> This was written by Mike DeGeneres. I didn't see that. Unless Facebook is messing up my comments. I didn't see that. (laughs) Oh, that was a great one, though. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So, I guess this was on the post, join us in Discord for the simming time we had. Mm -hmm. Uh, John Partridge said, next week, Kevin takes a shot every time he crashes. Don't miss miss it. The stories will be priceless. (laughs) (laughs) I said, yeah, it's going to have to be two weeks. Uh, Andy Rose commented, we had a good sim session. Charlie Hermanson said that was fun. I hope to join join you all again. 
It was cool to meet Charlie, Andy said. Jared Mincy said planning on it. Uh, it was good to hang out with Jared, man. And yeah. Jared cracks me up by saying, um, after Andy said, thanks for hanging out with us, Jared Mincy said, yeah, it was fun shooting the crap we went to next after you guys left. So much better. <laughs> Jared, you can take that next propaganda and shove it right, up <laughs> right on out of here. No, I, I can't. I can't comment because I've never tried next. Uh, he's a hundred percent right that the next is probably multiplayer better. I just don't like the way it flies. But you don't have our commentary in Discord. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was fun hanging out with Jared and all those guys. Yeah. Charlie from Maryland. Yep. Ray Bacon. Nice. It was good talking to Mr. Bacon. Yep. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we got any more Facebook comments or shall we move it to website comments? You can move it to website comments. Okay. What do we have for website comments? Did you want to read this one, Andy, from Jamie? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You want to do the email? Somebody needs to read it. Yeah, go for it, Andy. Uh, let me pull it up here. You've been practicing uh, the call. Uh, yes, Jamie Bur- <laughs> Burkholder. If you remember, he sent us an email last week saying that um, he's from Concord. He got started, um, found flight test, and da 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 da. He's been simming with helicopters. Okay. And he sent us another one this week saying, uh, Hoorah! Dear Steve, Kevin, Andy, and George. Gentlemen, my face hurts because of the big grin that goes from <laughs> ear to ear. I'm writing a follow-up email to the one I sent last week. I decided after 46 hours of simulation time, I should pull the trigger and try to fly a real-life heli. And he oh. says, so on Friday, I drove to the hobby shop about an hour away from my house, listened to the podcast while I drove, and upon arriving on at the hobby store, I found they had the object uh, of my mission in stock. And he says he drove home, listened to the podcast as well. And thanks for the shout out for being a combat veteran. He continues to say, I purchased a Blade 230 SV2 and two 950 milliamp hour batteries for it. Uh-huh. I went with this based on what I'd heard on the show and read on Helifreak forums in relation to a good beginner helicopter. Yep. Uh, you chose correctly. That is the best beginner helicopter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, he says he also picked it because I'm familiar with Spectrum and did not want to have to learn something different while working on the basics. Yeah. Good call. On AccuRC Sim, I have become proficient at hovering in all orientations upright and inverted. Ooh, better than I am now. Upright or at or all orientations upright and in upright forward flight. He says I am shaky on inverted orientations and all backwards flight. Yeah, just like all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I was not sure how the sim training would translate to real life flying. So why the big grin, you might ask? I took my heli to the club field here in Mount Pleasant, North Carolina on Saturday evening. I flew three battery packs through it and could not be happier with how it flew. Awesome. He did a two-minute shakedown maiden flight in stability mode, landed, checked everything out. And he then went to idle up one, took off again, and that three-minute flight was spent doing hovering in all directions. 
Nice. So, very good. It says, I was very encouraged at that time and stepped up during the second battery to doing some Ford flight in idle up one. I was able to do figure eights and circuits and was amazed that it was just like the sim, but easier to see the heli and its orientation. Yeah. The third pack cool. was more of the same. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's pretty friggin' fantastic to do figure yeah. eights. Wow. Uh, he says the army battle cry is hoorah. And I was yelling that each time I landed. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys again for the time and effort you put into making the podcast each week has definitely led me on a different course in the hobby than I initially Mm. planned. That's why I'm going to call my heli the diversion. I'm Mm. excited to see where this leads me in the future. Respectfully, Jamie L. Burkholder. I want to read that entire email because that's such a, fantastic story uh-huh. he he put the sim time in he, yeah. he learned the orientations and stuff and he just set himself up for success in so many ways yeah um doing the sim time getting the blade 230s not uh-huh. buying some piece of crap stupid clone chinese junk and he just did everything the right way and he's super successful and that's yeah just, i wanted to share I mean, that seriously how many of us like how many of us, us four, can say that our first three f- helicopter flights, we were able to land? <laughs> you know, I can't. No, I can't. Land, I, I did no not. Play. No, I took off and I crashed. Brought a hold, fall in the grass. Yeah, that was how I landed. I plowed yeah. each one of them in and wrapped yeah, that fly exactly. bar head all together. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So I mean, kudos to you, man. Also, great that job. Was a great story. Thank you, thank you for writing in. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Good Absolutely. job reading it, Andy. I mean, yeah. that makes that makes what we do worthwhile to hear mm-hmm. stories like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And I will say, success. We converted another the planker. <laughs> well, and it's great to hear his excitement about <laughs> you know flying, whether it's yeah planes or helis. It's yeah. just great to hear yep. his story, man. Yeah, awesome. Very great. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's see. People of Podbean. Dude, people of Podbean, I'll tell you, we had a lot of people, and I consider this a lot of people because usually it's like one or two people take the time to like an episode, but, uh, John Partridge, Mike Welch, Dale, RC Bound, Gray Eagle Jr., uh, all liked An Evening with the Planker, episode 226. Nice. And that's all the activity we had. Since last week. Um, yeah. And we have one comment. Okay. Um, from Jay Partridge four days ago. And it's a reply back to Grey Eagle Jr.'s 8, 12, egg, 2, something, whatever that was. Okay. And it says, it doesn't even matter. Eight doesn't even numbers gas liquid solid. Nobody gets it. I still don't get it. <laughs> I, I guess know. that's, I guess. Uh, <laughs> That's probably my buddy number. John. I guess that's his point. Yeah. Nobody gets it. So it <laughs> nobody gets it. Does it? <laughs> awesome. All right. Cool. Uh, iTunes review. Um, do we have before I check iTunes? Do we have anything on the Facebook page? Any, any visitor posts you want to mention? Oh, visitor posts. Oh, yes. Shit. We, yes. I'm sure yes, we yes, do. Yes. 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 Let me get there. Yeah. Thanks for. Reminding us. Christopher Breams has been blowing it up. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I talked to him. So he did, uh, what was he calling it? Um, Frisbee method for hovering. Uh, I couldn't figure out what the hell's a Frisbee method. But what it is, he's doing a hover box. Where you set Uh something out there, four points, like a cone or in this case, Frisbees. And then you hover over those four points and then move to the next one. You know, the hover box, like, um, oh, shit. What's those two guys we had on the show that were talking about it? Your buddies, Kevin. It taught you a lot about getting the basics and stuff. Yeah, uh, um, Drew Robinson Derek Chekas. and Derek Chekas. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Chris is doing that. He posted some videos. And <laughs> Chris Robert shared a little, I guess, a meme thing. Mm-hmm. It's a woman sitting here talking to another woman. It's got her head down, looks sad. The doctor, yeah. Yeah, the doctor says, does it hurt? And the other woman says, yes, it does. And then doctor says, are we going to stop saying we are all in this together or do I need to punch you again? <laughs> it's funny. I had that very same conversation with somebody just recently. Hmm. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> um, Mike DeGenero shared a video about a 3D printed mount thing for the Aura 5. Yeah, it looks like the one that we saw online. Yeah. Like that. Uh, Cam Taylor commented on the Kraken 580. He says, I had the 570 in the cart for a while. Now this comes along. Yes, Kraken 580. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think that's it. All, All right. right. All right. So, do we have anything for iTunes? We do not have any new iTunes reviews. Mm. Okay. So, drop us an iTunes review or read the review on the next episode. Well, if we ever get a review. Uh, emails at freeforcy at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Check out our webpage, show. Show. Say hi to Chris. Hi, Chris. I think there's some fun fly information on that website, too. Hmm, I wonder if it's out of date now. Uh, flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcasts, free forcey podcasts. Say hi to our buddy, David Hill. Hey, Dave. Hi, David Hill. All right. Hey. Uh, fellow podcasters, we have the Heliheads podcast. The Heliheads. That's Kevin, Mike, Daniel, and Scott. All right. And we've got a Telerotor podcast. Telerotor is. Rich and Robert and two mics. <laughs> I screw up every time. Now. <laughs> BKRC podcast. That's Bert and Kyle. Yep. RC Roundtable. That's Fitz, Terry, and Lee. And Fitz has been doing some more with his YouTube channel. Yeah, uh-huh. Check that nice. out. It's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. He just did a 3D printed plane, actually. Yep. Nice. Pretty cool, man. Okay. RC After Hours. That's with Andre. High Voltage. With Bobby Watts. (laughs) We got Skids Up, the unedited. Skids Up Raw. Raw. That's with That's with Frank, Javier, Paul, and Scott. Sometimes Scott. 
and the Javier timeout. <laughs> he only gets a certain amount of time, and then they cut him. They, they give him the they hook. Then they mute him. Put a timer on him. Yes. Yeah. All right. We have inverted down under. That's what Ozzy Mozzie and Jeff Smart. Good day, guys. Good day, Matt Ruddick. Why don't you talk <laughs> about us on your show? No, please don't. Uh, let's see. Houdini RC Heli Podcast. Maybe the dingo ate your podcast. <laughs> uh, that's with Rich. <laughs> Richard. Oh, Rich. hell. I don't know his last name. Yeah, Richard Spiegel. Spiegel? Spiegel. Yeah. And, I mean, he's like half half a friend now. He only has half the YouTube channels. I'm, so, but, I'm uh, still I'm devastated, dude. I know, I know, I know. It's devastating news. And I haven't slept since last week. No, I haven't slept since last night. It's like, it's driving me nuts. I'm all <laughs> hopped up on Smarties and cinnamon swirls. Well, it's better than gummy worms, so thank God to that. Yeah. All right, so don't forget to check out our friend Bill Ed's YouTube channel. Bill, 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 check him out. Check it out. He only has one now, so. It's not hard to miss. Yep. Um, all right. Thanks to our listeners. Free our skies, and we will see you next time. See you next time. Uh, Maybe Saturday. Maybe Saturday. <laughs> Maybe Saturday. But you didn't hear that, bro. <laughs> Yeah, no, I doubt we're gonna see Bill. I think, from what I heard, he's uh he's been in like this crazy I, panic mode during this pandemic. Like, isolation. Oh man. Oh. Like. You should never have told me that. You should I, have never told. Why would you tell me that? Can he go with I care. <laughs> <Sneezing> <laughs> on him. Oh my god. Oh man. I've, I've just mentally made his life that much more miserable already and I haven't <laughs> seen him yet. I'm just thinking of the deviltry I'm going to do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on, you know Bill. You would, No question about it. I'd be like, yeah. He ain't flying. He ain't coming out. He ain't doing nothing during this time. Yeah. He's scared. He's scared. I don't much blame him, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think mean, with a ninety nine point seven percent survival rate, I, it's not worth taking a chance. Not <laughs> in freaking New Jersey, George. Oh, Besides, Jersey. have you seen Bill? He looks puny anyway. Well, if he's got a pre existing condition, then yeah, I understand. You need to stay he's in Bill. state. Kevin here? Yeah. How could you tell? Because <laughs> here comes shenanigans. I'm going to try something different tonight. I'm going to keep the YouTube rolling in the background and see if my computer shuts the sound down. We'll see what happens. Where the frig is Andy? He's there just ignoring you.
Oh. You like everybody else. Uh huh. Excuse me. <clears throat> Is Kevin here? Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Kev? What's up, Andy? Hey, dude, I had an idea. Oh, the other day. Oh. You know how your computer keeps fucking up and you have to reset it? Yeah. Could you, uh, like play music or something through that and then mute it at the board, the mixer board. Hey, George. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd he go? I'm on the other side of the world here. I'm still hunting. What's he hunting for? Never mind. H-O-O-A-H. How you say it? Hoo- Hoorah! Hoorah. Say it with some oranges. Hoorah! <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> I was I was in the supermarket one time with my wife, and I picked up I forget what what magazine it is or what what it is. It's all the the crazy ones, you know, like UFO found and aliens visit the White House. And it had a giant picture of Bat Boy on the front, and it says "found." And I threw it on the I threw it on the the counter, and I said, "Look, they found them!" <laughs> like, like that. <laughs> she was like, "You're such an asshole." <laughs> and I said something like that. Oh so, man! Oh god! <laughs> needless to say, she never takes me to the supermarket anymore. Yeah, which is my whole plan. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Kevin. Um, my call recorder shit just decided not to work today, so I'm relying on you and Andy for your record. So double check, everyone. Facebook likes, you said. I'm... Facebook likes. Yes, we are at <laughs> one thousand three hundred and twenty-two. <laughs> oh shit! Wait, I should look that up. Oh. Yeah, the funny thing, Kevin's, I put that post on Facebook, and then two or three guys jumped in with, we're all going to get through this together. Yeah, I... I was like, fuck you, I'm not Kevin, I don't care what you say, yeah, why are you putting that on mine? Chris Breams, I'm going to kill you right now. Hijacking my <laughs> post to troll you. Yeah, what's that all about? <laughs> nah, it's pretty funny. That's not right. I mean, you do know that 95% of our listeners are smart asses, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, they have to be to listen to us. And I know 100% of them don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> what one would you all recommend to listen to on a regular basis? Freefall RC Podcast. <laughs> comes out every Friday. It's pretty good. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. You might like it. Most Fridays. <laughs> Uh, I don't and, know, George. And how did this get made? That one's a good one, but that has nothing to do with RC. Anywho, don't let's know. Going. It's eight thirty. After one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Twenty-seven. Crank Aldridge. That name sounds like he's definitely liked our page before. Crank Aldridge. Uh, Greg Aldridge. Oh, I thought you said Crank Aldridge. Crank it up! I thought that was a UK version of, like, amphetamines. 
That's what they called it here. Back hey, I think he's um, alive. Or was alive. I don't know if he's still alive. Pardon me, Governor, but you got any What's crank Aldridge? Of... <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the dude that owns Heli Direct? Mr. Direct. You listen to How Did This Get Made, Kevin? Yeah. I need to check that out. I've heard of it, but I've never... They just did my favorite movie. One of them, Megaforce. They did that. And uh, they did... Uh, they did they did a couple of films that... It's, um, actually prompted me to watch a few of them. Yeah, it's Earwolf. That's... Uh, yeah. Dude, nice. I watched... Yeah, that'd be good. I, I, like, after they did a show on it, I watched Sleepaway Camp. I had never seen that film. That was so freaking disturbing at the end. I was like, what am I... What did I just watch? Like, I think I talked about it on the show after I watched it. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of these. They movies. did uh, Punisher Warzone, I think. Uh, or whatever the whatever the one with... Um, uh, Ray Stevenson was uh, the Punisher. They did that one, which I actually like that film. The violence is just way over the top. And Ray uh, Stevens was a Punisher. Ray Stevens, yeah. Stevenson, Stevens. Do you have a squirrel chasing him in the streak or what? Ray Stevenson. What are you talking about? Squirrel. I'm talking about Ray Stevens. Yeah, Ray Stevens. Sure, Joe. I'm sure George knows. Yeah, he's saying he's saying the streak. You guys look probably didn't that. have him up north. No. Nope. You know, I've never heard of the streak. Nope. Mm, I probably have. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, yes, they call him the streak. Look at that. Look at that. Fastest thing on two feet. I can't remember his name. If I listen to it a couple of times, I can sing it through. It's like. That's a good song for you to do karaoke, George. Oh, yeah. I love it. <clears throat> All right. We're done. <clears throat> All right. I'll see you guys.